Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Hey there, we're riffing on the word empowerment for 2020 and we're now on W, W. And W for me represented wonder, being in a state of wonder or awe and, and kind of finding or refining your sense of innocence. So do you have a sense of wonder or innocence in your life? And what would it take for you to experience it on a regular basis? So to kind of begin to investigate that for the next few weeks, it's really fun actually to move yourself into a state of wonder and discover your innocence. And meanwhile, get Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book. Do the work in there. There is a section on wonder and be supported in how you are going to live 2020 from a place of empowerment. And here's our show. All right. So here we are today for another empowering chat with Susan Burrell. And I, before I introduce my guest, I just have to uh, tell you, I'm so excited to have her on. I'm so excited. I can't wait for this conversation to unfold. I think it's going to be empowering and it's just going to be a wow conversation. Uh, but before we dive in, I just want to remind everybody, oh, look at all the post-its I got in. I want to remind everybody uh, to get my book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey. I have post-its in there because I'm now redoing the book. I'm reworking the book myself and teaching the book. So um, in my Facebook group, which is Live Your Empowered Life, um, we'll be doing a book study at some point. So I invite anybody who's listening to join the group. The, the, the group uh, link will be in the show notes. Um, and that way you can receive information, notification of when I actually start the study of Live Your Empowered Life, a 30-day journey. Um, this is a transformational book. It's interactive. There are actions that have to be done so that you can uh, excavate the garbage in your mind and um, really get focused on what your purpose is in life and, and how to live it and how to live an empowered life. So that's, that's my little... Uh, soft shoe, uh, what do I want to say? Shuffle ball change thing. Used to be a tapper. Okay. So um, today I want to welcome author, speaker, uh, amazing light, uh, Moira Shepard. Thanks for joining me, Moira. I am so thrilled and delighted to be here. Thank you, Susan. Yeah. So Moira has a book called Love Your Way to Success, and we're going to dive into that. But first, Moira, would you share, uh, share your story? Because it's really a, a story of courage and willingness to, uh, to heal in spite of. So would you share what you went through before now? Thank you. Thank you. I'd be glad to. So I, was a, I worked in the media and the arts for about 20 years, and that all came to a halt six months before my, my uh, 39th birthday. I hurt my back on the job, heavy lifting. 
and I, I, I felt no sign of, of injury at the time. It was this tiny little twins lifting a 50-pound box of magazines. Usually that was no big deal. I was a gym rat. I worked out every day for 20 years. So I, I hefted 50-pound boxes all the time. This time, though, I rocked back on my spine a tiny bit. There was a little snick, and it was the end of the day, so I just carried the boxes down to the mailroom since we had no hand truck that day and went home, walked my four blocks to the beach in Venice, California to have a beer with some friends and watch the sunset. And I noticed about a half hour in that I was having trouble feeling comfortable sitting. So I left my friends and my beer and went back home and went to bed at 6.30 in the evening, which was not like me. I was a real night owl. I woke up the next morning at 3.30, awakened by this burning, flaming pain in my spine, and it had a vibration to it. It felt like somebody was had jabbed a jackhammer into my spine. It was just hammering away. And the worst part was that when I went to move to try to change my position, I couldn't move. Oh my God, how scary. I was so frightened. I was paralyzed. My body had suddenly become my jail. It was terrifying. I had no phone in the bedroom either. So I was really out of my mind with fright and panic. And I I started crying, of course. And I realized very quickly, if I can't move, I'm going to drown very quickly in my own stuff. So I took some deep breaths. I calmed down and I, I started experimenting and found that if I moved really, really slowly, like a millimeter at a time, I could actually move. It was when I tried to make more fluid, fast move that my body just went into lockdown. So five hours later, I crawled to the living room, yanked the phone off the desk by just pulling the cord from the floor and called for help. That began a journey that lasted seven years. I ended up spending seven years in bed with this back injury. I had five back surgeries. They all failed. And about four years in, I finally found the courage to ask the doctors a question. I wasn't sure I wanted the answer to. I said, so is this, is this going to be my life? Four walls, seeing you guys once a month? And they said, well, yes, we've fused your spine. There's nothing left to do. Oh my goodness. Part of me just, yeah, that's, 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 that's almost worse than a death diagnosis, right? Because then you're, you are, you're, you're you're trapped. Like you said, I could have lived decades like that. Yeah. Holy moly, holy moly. Now, when I met you, you were elegant and graceful and walking around and talking to people. So, so what changed? How, how did, Oh my God, I'm hearing. So how did you pick up your bed and walk? (laughs) Well, it took a little more time than that. Um, The great thing about having asked that question and getting that answer was it made me realize that I needed to take charge of my own healing. The guys in the white coats had said, you're at the end of the road. Yeah. And uh, something inside of me just said, well, thank you for sharing your opinion, I asked. And I'm going to go get well now. So Mm -hmm. I turned to alternative healers. The first Mm -hmm. person I went to was a hypnotherapist who specialized in chronic pain. In our very first session, he taught me how to control the pain with my mind. It was kind of shocking how how simple it was once I had been taught. But um, 
I was I was nearly pain free when I when I uh, walked out of his office. So I called my doctors as soon as I got home. I said, I want you to get get me off the painkillers because I've been taking Vicodin, you know, eight of them a day for many years up to that point. Holy and, moly! Wow. Oh yeah, I was I was addicted big time. Fortunately, only physically rather than emotionally. I never right. liked taking them. I resented right. the necessity, but I took them because the alternative was no fun at all. Yeah. Um, so they, they gave me a program to taper down on my dosage. And so within three months, I was off narcotic painkillers. Within six months, I was getting kind of restless because my brain was less like cotton candy and more like a brain again. It's remarkable how the brain can regenerate itself, honestly. Oh, yeah. And I, even though I still had a hard time um, staying vertical for more than 15 minutes a day, I really wanted to do something with my time besides, you know, watching Perry Mason reruns and listening to old time radio, both of which I love, but you know, even too much of a good thing, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started a business from my day bed, the vocational rehab counselor in my, on my workers, my workers uh, compensation disability team said, this thing called the internet has happened while you've been away. And we're going to send you back to school online since clearly you cannot go to a brick and mortar place. And so I took classes in copywriting. I turned my skills as a journalist to writing promotional copy for websites, for brochures, as people still used at that time, for business cards, for, for articles. And so my clients never knew my physical condition because we did everything by phone, fax, and email. Wow. I wanted to get yeah, it was it was a great experience. I, I to be productive again after after be, just being a blob for so long, it felt wonderful to to be doing something useful in the world again. That in itself was was quite a healing, and it got better. I I, I uh, found out about a, a marketing seminar that was being held uh, just a mile away from where I lived, and that was perfect. That was about my driving range. I could drive a mile, and then I needed to lie down. Thankfully, they said it would be at the, the organizers of the seminar said it would be okay to bring a, a, a chaise to lie down on and they would be fine with that. So I did that. I loved the group. I learned a lot. I started going to the meetings of the group that put on the seminars. And at one meeting, again, you know, lying down through the lunch hour meeting, this guy, Christopher Howard, was the speaker and he talked about how you can change your mind and that will change your life. Yes. He said, I'm putting you all in little trance here. And because you all are entrepreneurs, we're going to make your post-hypnotic suggestion that you are all going to wake up with at least three $1 million ideas over the course of the next seven days. So have a pad and pen by your bed. So I went to bed very excited that night. I already knew I was a great hypnotic subject. So um, I was, even I though was surprised when I woke up again at 3.30 in the morning with this light filling my bedroom and these voices like the light coming from nowhere and everywhere and saying, Moira, it's time for you to get out of bed and heal the world. Mm. That's a, that's a very large, uh, calling, right? To do, yeah, especially from, calling. from being, having been bedridden to then all of a sudden say, Ooh, okay. Yes, yes. And that's exactly what I said. I said, okay, because geez, how do you say no to that? No, right. And, and um, I've actually had many people say to me over the years, gosh, I wish that would happen to me. Not the back injury, but the really clear calling. And, and what I say is 
the universe is sending us messages every day. Yes. Sending us invitations, sending us opportunities. And it's up to us to stay tuned and pick up what, what is always being sent to us, what is always being continually conveyed to us. So anybody can have an aha moment like mine at any time. Very often, it just takes asking the question. <laughs> well, I, 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 would, I would imagine your aha moment was a whole lot bigger than just going, hmm, that's an interesting thing, right? When, to, <laughs> oh, and, it was big. Yeah, and, I, and I'm speaking from my own experience of those kind of things. When spirit drops in and says, this is what you're going to do, and I'm like, Sometimes I argue, I got to say more, sometimes I'm arguing, really, I don't, that sounds kind of scary. And to be called so largely out, yes. <laughs> literally out of your bed, out of your, uh, well, what wasn't comfort, but out to become that. I, um, my Facebook group is being developed because I got a calling and the calling was it had been in me for at least 15 years. I thought it was just for me that I'm a conduit for spirit. But when I looked up conduit, what it actually meant for the first time, uh, when I was building this Facebook group, it says uh, conduit is, means to lead or contribute to a result. Mm. Lead or bring together. And when I started to really uh, investigate deeply, what, okay, what, how does this conduit of spirit, how am I doing that? And I heard really clearly activate light leaders. You're here to activate light leaders. Now, again, that's like, holy moly, right? Absolutely. Who me? Who me? And, and then all I hear is now's the time. This is your time. This is our time. This is the collective time to really mm -hmm. step out in the truth of who we are because we're all those things right right we're, we're all creative we're all light we're all love and when we stand in our own power we are that uh we are those leaders whether it's in your family of origin or a business right yes so let's talk a bit about your book now. Uh, Love Your Way to Success. And there's a, hold on, I got to read the small part. Five Keys to Confidence for Creative Women Entrepreneurs. And I, I said this before we got on, but I got to tell everybody, this is a really great book. It's, it's um, not long, but it's chock full of, of inspirational bites, I would say. It's better than an hors d'oeuvre. It's actually, in any page, I find a meal that um, Moira's created for people that are wanting to learn how to become confident and become successful entrepreneurs for women, which is a, a challenge. Can we talk a little bit about why it's challenging for women to be creative and successful as entrepreneurs? Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's, women have a lot of gender specific issues about confidence that men never have. I know men have self-doubt too. We're all part of the human race, but I've, I've rarely heard a man say, God, I hate my thighs or, oh, I don't feel right charging money for spiritual things. I've never heard a man say that. 
but women do. We've been historically, culturally, in, in, in many uh, religious cultures, have been discouraged from being anything beyond a vessel for childbearing. Mm -hmm. and, and keeping the family name going, keeping the property and the family, marrying for alliances. Um, we're, we've, we've, we've been chattel, property, slaves for, for centuries, millennia. So this, the, the, the mashing down of women's spirit has been going on for a long, long time, millions of years for all I know. But what, I'm, what, that, what that leads to is that it creates issues in, the, in your confidence because of what's in the collective consciousness. It creates issues where confidence with women, even in the very land in which we dwell, the soil has, has been permeated with this, you know, keep the woman down yep. mentality. Yep. Um, and, and in many of our own families, in many yep. of the cultures in which we grow up, there's, there's often been a very strong discouragement of, you know, honey, men are the money makers. Honey, men are the people who make things happen. Honey, you know, you've just got all these nutty ideas, you know, calm down, get married, have a baby and, and just forget all that nonsense. So, so there's very little support. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting because my, I love my parents. My parents were awesome. And none of that was verbally said to me, but subliminally, mm -hmm. I got it. And I, when I uh, left the house and graduated from college, and I had a career path as an actress, but I was constantly sabotaging myself because the subliminal story in the back of my mind was you need to get married, you need to find a, a, a man who will financially take care of you, a man who will take care of you, right? That it was just, I assume financially too. Uh, but you know that, and it was just because that was what was modeled in my home. And then also the place of um, uh, coming from a line of um, my father, God bless him, came from a long line of alcoholics and abusive. His own mother was very abusive. And so he had zip, even though he was very successful in business, he had very small self-esteem. And so again, subliminally, that was passed down to my brother and I. It's like, okay, you can, you can try and do all these big things, but you're nothing, right? So there's, that was a double whammy for me. You're nothing and uh, you should be married and have children. And at the same time, verbally, what they said is, you should be an actress. You're going to be an act. They were so supportive of my acting career, but it was already undermined before I even, you know, stepped onto any kind of stage because yes. of the, of the belief systems that I didn't know I had. So yes. how do, how do people, how do women, Moira, how do you, how do you, uh, how do we teach women how to recognize those belief systems and either eradicate them or, or make them uh, change them so that they become support systems as opposed to the thing that undermines us. How do we do that? It, it begins with, with self-observation, self-awareness. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And this is something that we can find in, in journaling, in listening to ourselves when we're in conversation with others, like, saying to somebody, oh, this, you know, this whole big thing with podcasting is going on and you know, I'd love to do it, but there's no way I can do that. 
So when you hear yourself say something like that, and this is true whether you're talking about podcasting or writing a book or putting together a coaching program or stepping up as a coach, a healer, a speaker, a writer, I can't do that. It's important to realize that's a decision. That is a decision. You're informing the universe, I cannot do that. And the universe, which loves you, says, okay, you can't do it. And right. so it brings forward all kinds of obstacles to keep you from doing it. And then, of course, there's your own mind saying, oh, well, look at all these obstacles. Clearly, I'm not meant to do this. So it's very easy to reason yourself right out of action right. uh, on something that you feel really passionate about doing, and yet you can't make yourself do it. And you're being called from your soul's uh, agreement, right? That yes. divine plan within each of us, that's the calling, and yet the mental mind and the life experience says, no, you can't. So I have these inspirational cards, Maura, and I pulled them before we started. And I, you got to hear this one because it's exactly what you're talking about. Ah. It, these are affirmations I wrote when I was going through a very rough divorce to help me get through it and help me come out feeling valuable and loving myself. So this one, you know, the universe is perfect all the time. I recognize that any fear I experience, which keeps me from living my life fully, is a false reality I created, and I can uncreate it now. And that's exactly what you were just talking about, of, of um, it, it is a decision, and we can always choose again when we become Absolutely. aware, when we, when we observe. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, there's so many tidbits in here. One of the things you say is, is the perfect card. Yeah. And so this is the cover of the book. If you guys are looking at this on YouTube. Um, so one of the things you say is uh, all the knowledge there is, is available to you. You just need to remember to ask. So how does that yes. work when we are shut down and think we can't do the thing that we're being called to do? Instead of making a, a decision statement like, I can't do that, you turn it into a question. You say, well, how can I do that? And that unleashes a very powerful process because it's, it turns on your brain into its, its Google search engine mode. So it will seek out the answer from wherever it is and bring it to you. Uh -huh. And it's got the entire collective consciousness to search through. So it can find the information from somebody who lived, you know, a thousand years ago, 500 years ago, who is living today. Yeah. And that information can be conveyed to you. So you ask the question and then you sit back, let your brain do its incredible search job and notice what comes to you. It can be helpful to write this down because if you just, or, or speak it into a voice memo, if you're not that big on writing, and, and just record the thoughts that come to you. I encourage you to listen to the thoughts without judgment, without leaping in to say, well, that can't be right, or that would never work for me, or how do I know that's true? Just, just notice what comes in. You can always editorialize about it later. So you can just be a, a clear conduit, like yes. Susan, a clear channel for the information that is coming through to you. And it's all unleashed by the power of a question. And the question is, say it again for everybody. How do I do this? How can I do this? And so, and this, what you just said, Moira, is so important because I just had uh, dinner with a couple of friends and one of my friends is in a state of 
panicked because her business has completely gone away because it's all about going to exhibitions and, and anything that was suggested. Oh, I can't do that. No, you see, you don't understand. I can't do that because blah. And she had the story. She had the reasons she was so stuck in her head and it became a, a, a energy battle because in, you know, is it out of fear? She can't do that. Yes. Is it because she thinks her experience is real? Like what I just read, it's not, it's a false reality. So how do we wrestle ourselves out of that? How do we get out of our own way to allow the information in? How, what's a good way to do that? One of the simplest ways I've found is, is to call for what The Course in Miracles calls the miracle of right perception. The Course in Miracles teaches that the only miracle you ever need to ask for is the miracle of right perception. That is to see the matter that's concerning you from a, a different perspective, from the perspective of your higher power, whatever that means to you, your higher self, God, Yahweh, Father, Mother, God, science, creativity, the quantum fields, you know, whatever name you want to give it, um, to, to have a perspective outside of the limitations of your, your normal mm -hmm. human perceptions. Mm -hmm. That can be a simple matter of sitting down in a quiet place, taking a few deep breaths, and then just saying to whoever or whatever it is that you're addressing, in my case, I say, Holy Spirit of life, Help me to see this in a new light. Or help me to see myself in this situation mm -hmm. in a new way. Or help me to see this the way you see it. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes if I'm feeling jocular, I'll just say, hey, what's up with this? <laughs> <laughs> what is up with this anyway? And then I, I just get quiet and allow whatever wants to come in to, to come in. Again, it's like the key is asking the question. Asking the question. Yeah, because that it's 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 like a decision puts a lid on your brain and your perceptions, and a question takes it off. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I often talk about um, with my clients about out of the box thinking, right? Because I I always what you just described, I see it as a box that you know one of those cardboard boxes, but it's actually a steel box, and everybody lives inside that until they're aware that they have to open it up, let the walls down, like you just said, and, and, and really listen to what it is we're being called to do. Really listen when you ask the question and it may not drop in right away. Sometimes I get the answer when I, the minute I step into the shower, it's like, really? Me too. Oh. Very big revelations in the shower. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like racing wet to get to the pen and paper or the computer or whatever to, so I can, I can then hear even more deeply what it is. But other times it happens when I'm walking. Again, I don't always have my phone with me to record what the information is that I needed. That was the problem solving answer. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, so what's one more tip? for um, women entrepreneurs to really uh, develop their confidence and build their business? This last tip is something that, that's a physical technique and, and that's essential because we're all feeling beings. 
so many of our decisions are, are based on emotion and then we justify them afterward with, with you know, a mental intellectual reason why we're doing it, why we're choosing this. And so because being a, a creative woman entrepreneur brings up a lot of emotional issues, you know, all of your self-doubt, it can, it can get triggered oh. every day and that can yeah. be very hard to wrestle your way through it. That happens um, to me a lot, I gotta say. Yeah. So this is, this is very good for women who are kinesthetic, that is visceral, feeling, you know, clairsentient, who, who have intuitive knowing by feeling. And, uh, but it's, it's good for everyone of, of every kind of, of outlook because it activates the caring centers in your brain that makes you feel loved and cared about. And when you feel loved and cared about, it's easier to calm down. It's easier to feel to step into whatever confidence is available to you that day to just get enough peace in your mind, in your heart, in your body, so that you can more clearly see just your next right step or, you know, what's the best use of my time in the next five minutes and, and, and just go from there. And it's very simple. You stroke your forearms. I show you like this. Um, very softly and ideally with skin to skin, that is forearms that are bare of, of clothing, ideally, but it, it works even through, even through fabric, um, especially the tender inside part where the skin is especially sensitive and just stroke that. And that activates the caring centers of your brain. And it, I've found that it powers up even more when you say to yourself the words you wish that somebody would say to you. Maybe the words you've always wished somebody would say to you, I love you. Oh my goodness. I care about you. I approve of you. I'm so proud of you. I have faith in you. Wow. I have confidence in you. I know you can do this. You Moira, that's, to me. that's like giving yourself that's better than giving yourself a hug, which people you say, hug yourself. I'm like, really? I don't feel it. That is amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing tool tip. Oh my God, everybody, you've got to try it. I could feel it as you were saying all that. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm going to use that with my clients. Thank you, Moira. You're very welcome. Yeah, spread it around, please. <laughs> Get it out right. there. We all need that. We all need oh to feel loved and cared about and safe right now. My gosh. goodness. Well, and especially when people are going, when, you know, like if I had known to do that when I was going through a divorce, when I felt so shattered, so rejected, so unwanted, I, I, I didn't, if I had known that it would have helped heal on so many other levels that I would not have necessarily developed these physical diseases that I had to work through first, you know, because the emotions were so stuck that would have just helped, uh, I, I'm hearing lubricate, would have lubricated all the other garbage and helped it just go. Uh, that's a brilliant tip. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're very welcome. So, so the book is Love Your Way to Success, Five Keys to Confidence for Creative Women and Entrepreneurs. And Moira, you, you have a gift for our um, listeners, yes? Yes, I do. Um, it's, it's a booklet to help you get your message out there, to increase your visibility, to shine your light toward a larger audience. It's called uh, Your Confidence Building Playbook, Three Power Moves to Share Your Gifts with the World. 
It helps you to understand the value that you bring to your table. It helps you to take everything that you know, which is a lot, and just kind of, you know, distill it down into small pieces of, of information that people find useful or inspiring or both, and, and how to get it out there. So it's a very simple how-to. It's got writing prompts. It's got suggestions about what to do with these messages once you've created them. It gives you three different ways to create messages. So whatever way you like to communicate, by the written word, by the spoken word, by video, by voice, there's something in there for you. And you can find that at confidencebuildingplaybook.com. It's free to you, and I hope you find it useful. That's confidencebuildingplaybook.com, all one word. And if anybody wants to learn more about Moira, what she's up to, uh, go to your website, yes? That's right. That's moirashepherd.com. My name is unusually spelled and said, so I'll spell it. It's Moira, M-O-I-R-A. Shepherd, S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com. And you'll find many confidence building resources there. Okay. And everybody, can everybody get your book on Amazon or do we go through your yes. website? Okay. Well, you can get it through the website, but the website will actually take you to the Amazon page anyway. So oh, go straight to Amazon, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just go straight to Amazon. Love your way to success. And uh, it's available as, as a Kindle and as a paperback. Oh my gosh. It, and it's available. I, I, I can think of three people I want to, I'm going to just gift them this. And they just, my friend I was talking about earlier. Yeah. This is everybody it really, it, it's lovely. And it's not a large, uh, it's, you know, it's not a lot of pages. So you can go through it in bite-sized uh, times and learn how to master your mind and honor yourself and, and really become of service to the world. And that's, what we're all about, right, Moira? Yes. Yeah. That is so right. So thank you again for joining me today. And I just also want to say to you, heart to heart, thank you for thank you for your journey and your courage and your strength and your willingness to be exactly who you were meant to be and to follow that light that showed up in you and is guiding you. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. And Susan, thank you for all you are doing in the world. You are such a light. Bless oh, you. Thank you. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Namaste. <clears throat> so I just got done recording a show with Moirish, Moira Shepherd. Okay, let me start over. I just got done recording a fabulous show with Moira Shepard. She is amazing. So Moira is still here. Uh, I, I just want to ask you a, a quick question. Um, your book, Love Your Way to Success, how, how has that, loving yourself, changed how you show up in the world? It has changed everything. In so many ways, when I, when I first started in this work, I had only one level of confidence. I had no belief in myself that I could heal myself or anybody else. I had no idea of being an entrepreneur. I'd always been an employee. And, and so it was a faith walk from day one, wow. let me tell you. But I had that one kind of confidence. I discuss it more in my, in my book, Love Your Way to Success, um, which is serving something greater than yourself. 
it gives you a feeling of being supported because my belief was that I would not have been brought out on this limb <laughs> only to be sawed off afterward. Right. So I, that, was the, that was the only confidence that I had. And so my work has always been rooted in love. It's always been rooted in service for that reason. And as I, as I went through several iterations of what my focus in this work would be, um, the, the most recent one had been abundance and helping people to lead a more abundant life. And I realized in session after session with people and in groups that if you don't have confidence, you will never be able to create abundance. And if by some miracle abundance happens despite your best efforts to repel it, your lack of confidence is not going to let you keep it. You'll right. sabotage it in some way. Right. And so I saw that confidence really needed to be the thing. Confidence is a, an expression of love. And so it, it kind of brought me back into my business because what I was doing before was very selfless. It was all about being of service. So self-care was not really on my agenda, looking at you know, what kind of thing would I like to do next, what would be fun for me to do, was, was very much off the radar and more like, how can I serve? How can I serve? And that's wonderful as far as it goes, but you need to remember you're here to serve yourself too. Right. Serve that yourself first, love yourself yeah. first. And then that builds the confidence to create the abundance flowing in. Moirish, thanks so much for joining me. And um, everybody, go to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell and you can hear our show. Well, that wraps up our Empowering Chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at So that's it for today. See you next time.